you know, there's been some long, long years as a part of that. Um, and obviously the COVID years and so many great grad classes and, and alumni now that we're all just really proud of, of what these guys, this group did this year. And, and uh, you know, like I said, it, it is a hard to believe moment. Welcome to episode 226 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. For the first time in the program's history, the University of Calgary Dinos are Canadian College Baseball Conference champions. After posting wins against Thompson Rivers University and Prairie Baseball Academy in the round robin, they edged Victoria 7-6 to get themselves into the CCBC final. And given that it's a double elimination format, the Golden Tide bounced back with an 11-10 win over PBA to get themselves into the final and a rematch. And what a finale it was in Lethbridge. The Dinos went up 7-1 after four innings, but Victoria wouldn't go away, scoring three in the sixth and two in the eighth to draw within one. The Dinos scored one in their half of the eighth, and the Golden Tide scored another in the ninth, but it wasn't enough as the Dinos won 8-7. Zach DeLackey led the way, going two for four with three RBI, including a triple in the eighth that drove in the eventual winning run, while Callie Einerson also posted two hits and an RBI. Starter Jaden Wielders picked up the win, going going five-plus innings, while Alex Lanigan became a major storyline in the championship with a two-inning save in what became his third appearance. We'll hear from DeLackey, fellow fifth-year Marcus Coderre, and fourth-year Dino Kale Uzdebski on this episode, but we'll start things off with head coach Cam Williams, who was a longtime Dinos player before taking the reins of the club, and in his second full season as coach, guided them to the championship. Cam, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. How was the ice bath? <laughs> Cold, but, <laughs> but uh, no, I, it, it was fun, man. It's one of those things. Like I know people like to joke about it, but uh, I would do, I would take it every day uh, if if uh, you know if that means that we're you know winning championships and winning ranks, right? Mm-hmm. So you've had a couple of moments to kind of soak things in. Think about this for a second. Cam Williams, 2023 CCBC champion. How does that sound now? Uh, there's no no better thing that I've ever heard. That's for sure. Uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's been a it was a wild weekend, wild uh, four days, and this, these last 24 hours, or the last 12 hours, almost have been uh, you know it's been crazy. I've had so many people reach out, so many alumni reach out, and, and you know I, I'm so appreciative of that, and you know just so proud of how far this program's come, and you know it's 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 been a long nine years, uh, you know, in, involved in this program, and like I said, I just can be more proud of everyone involved. When it comes to this team, when did you realize that there was something special about them or particularly special about the run that you were going to be going on over the last few days here? Uh, I mean, obviously going into the weekend, you know, everyone, you know, is, is, is riled up. And, and you know, the one beauty, beauty thing about this tournament is, you know, anyone can win it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we had an up and down year. Um, you know, we, I mean, we finished 500, right? So, uh, you know, we played a, a couple stretches of good baseball, a couple stretches of less good baseball. And, uh, you know, I, I would say I believe in the talent that we have. I think we're our, you know, top 25 guys is better than anybody. Uh, we just need to put it together for a full nine innings. And uh, we struggled to do that in the regular season. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a bit of a younger squad and, um, you know, and, and, and with a good, uh, you know, senior core that, uh, you know, I can't thank them enough. But uh, I would say, you know, after the, PBA win uh, in game two of the playoffs there, it started to kind of sink in that we have a legit chance here. Was there a particular, I'll call it TSN turning point for you during the last few days here where you went, okay, we're going to have a good run to, 
okay, maybe we've got a shot at this. Yeah, um, I was kind of telling you off air there, but uh, so in game three against Victoria in the sixth inning, I believe, we gave up a go-ahead grand slam. Uh, you know, took a 3-1 lead, turned into a 5-3 uh, deficit, right? So, uh, I mean, oh, I've been on a lot of teams. I've coached a lot of teams that right then and there would have sank the dugout, and, you know, um, and it came after a tough, you know, two-strike pitch that got called the ball. And, you know, next pitch, you know, grand slam. So, uh, and, and but to our guys' credit, they came in and said, hey, there's a lot of baseball left. You know, they came away, chipped away to get one back the next inning uh, and, and then, you know, tied it a couple innings later and took the lead in the eighth, right? So, um, like I said, I, I've been a part of a lot of teams that giving up a go-ahead grand slam in the sixth would have would have sunk them then and there, right? So that was kind of the point where it's like, okay, this team, you know, there's no quit in them. And, you know, we, you know, we, we, we have a chance to win this whole thing. So as a coach, you get through Victoria and you end up having to face them again in the final. How did you try to prepare your troops for that final game? Uh, we just kind of told them that they would be uh, they would be pissed off, right? And, you know, they, they they got the momentum back after you know winning a nail biter against PBA on the Sunday night. Um, you know, so that's they and they play they face elimination before heading into our game, which can make them dangerous, right? So, mm. um, you know, if if they did win that first game, then you know, then obviously that's momentum's even more in their favor right so we just kind of said that you know they were going to be pissed off and and uh, the other thing that helps is they're the team that eliminated us last year uh and and so that you know that taste is still in all of our returners mouths and that's one thing we said before the first time we played them you know but uh it's the same as the second time right like you know they, they ended our season last year um and and you know it's you know i, I have a ton of respect for them and they, they fought so hard in their first second year program being in the, in the conference finals, awesome too. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, when a team eliminates you, there's nothing more that you want than to eliminate them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you guys get out to that early lead against Victoria in the final. It's 7-1 after four. How tough is it to get the guys to maybe bring it down a notch and stay focused instead of dreaming of what's going to happen after the bottom of the ninth? Uh, you know, it, it's tough. And I, I mean, I'm guilty of that a little bit too, right? You know, standing at third base, looking at the scoreboard, looking at, in the crowd and, you know, everyone's really fired up and, you know, you're only a few, you know, four or five innings away, but, uh, you know, like they, they got three runs on about four pitches and, uh, you know, and all of a sudden it was a seven, four game. And, and obviously we had to kind of lock it back in and, you know, refocus or else, yeah, like you said, they, had, uh, you know, things, crazy things can happen, right? Especially mm-hmm. in, in this league. You know, we put up a seven spot and a nine spot in the tournament. So we also said, hey, you know, they could do that to us at any given point, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and no, no lead is safe in the CCBC, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, and especially though, you do have one guy who had proven to be quite the shutdown master heading into the last couple of innings there. Alex Lanigan comes in in the eighth. What was it like having him on the bump for the weekend? Uh, I, I can't just talk enough about how awesome uh, Lanigan was for us. Uh, you know, not not just on the field; he's he's an off-field leader, and uh, there's nobody else I would want on the mound to you know to get get the final outs of the season. It, honestly, it didn't even matter what the score was; he was gonna he was throwing the last outs of our season, and uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. And that's just how much he means to this team and this program. And um, you know, and like, you could, I, I uh, you know, I, one of my assistants said after that. Uh, when he went, that bullpen door opened. He came out and did his little, uh, you know, walk and jog, and the confidence that he portrayed. Uh, you know, my, my assistant goes, "We're winning a freaking championship today." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it was. I guess I can't say enough good things about Alex, and uh, I mean, he's worked his butt off, and I, you know, it's it's all very well deserved. Mm-hmm. 
take us back to that final out. What goes through your mind, especially when that final strike is thrown? So they actually had uh, two out, two strike hits before it. So, you know, it was kind of like this lead up. And, uh, you know, I said two out strikes were like one pitch away, single. Let's do the same. The next guy, single, right? So, you know, and then all of a sudden they had a tying run on second and go ahead and run it first. And he got up 0-2, 1-2, I think. And, you know, and it's like, hey, please, just, you know, for the love of God, <laughs> and, you know, I, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, and, and yeah, he says last bit, you know, it's called strike three. And, you know, everyone knew right away, came bouncing out of the dugout. And, you know, it's a play for the dog pile, right? Mm-hmm. What's it like from your perspective being able to watch some of those videos now? Because you got to live it in a first-person view, but being able to watch it uh, in third-person view has got to be a whole different experience. It is, actually, yeah. Just, you know, lots of uh, you know friends and family and, and girlfriends were in attendance, so there's tons of different angles, tons of different videos. And, you know, and, and actually, and, and uh, Lethbridge, uh, you know, they had two uh, really, really good photographers, uh, Cindy Adachi, of course, uh, and Blair Tagahashi. And uh, they did an awesome job kind of recapping the whole weekend, um, but uh, and especially uh, yesterday. So, um, you know, they did an awesome job. And it's just, yeah, it's so cool to see some of these photos. And obviously, I've saved as many videos as possible. And, you know, um, it's something that I'm sure we'll, you know, put together some sort of montage for next year, blah, blah, blah. Right. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's really cool. And, you know, I'm, I'll be watching them for a long time. I'll tell you that. You and I talked off air about this a little bit, and that's the the game plan. When you took the job, you certainly probably had a bit of an idea as to the the timing of when you wanted to be a competitive team or be a, a championship caliber team. Did you exceed your expectations a little bit by winning it in year two? Yeah, I mean, like last year, obviously, we had a really good year. Uh, you know, especially first year back of COVID, my first full season, uh, normal season uh, on the job, and I obviously like some hype started to build and we're like, okay, you know, we are close. And then, and this year, you know, I think we were a pretty young team, but I mean, and I was excited for the future. Um, but yeah, like you said, I mean, obviously you're always, you know, confident in your group and, and, and you always want to win a championship. Uh, but yeah, like you said, I think, you know, we were, you know, I think we, we were a year or two away from, you know, being a legit contender and, and uh, you know, but now that we've done it a year or two earlier than expected, you know, it's kind of, you know, potential, you know, we'll go on a run here. And like I said, I think we're just going to continue getting better here as well. Right. I was going to, I was just going to say, I was going to ask about that side of it is, does it set the bar really high for the next couple of years for you? Do you have, do you, now that you've got a a target firmly on your back with all the other teams, how do you, have you started to kind of game plan as far as, okay, we've got to be that much better knowing that we're now on everybody's radar. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like you said, that, that target on your back, uh, you know, and I, I mean, I, I actually said this to some of our guys yesterday, um, you know, uh, everyone you know, shows up to play to play OC and PBA these last couple of years because, you know, they've obviously won a lot of championships over these schools. Obviously, PBA had the seven P and then OC's won three of the last four, you know, so whenever you play them, whether it be a fall game or preseason spring trip, you know, everyone gets up to play those, right? They know that they're a good team. They know they have to show up or the game's not going to go well. Um, so we're going to get everybody's best, you know, at the end of the day. So, you know, we obviously have to be at our best or, you know, this feeling won't last as long, right? But, uh, you know, it does set a standard though, right? And that, uh, you know, everything that we do, you know, is to, is to go, is, you know, we before me and you know, everything we do goes towards it to win a championship. And, you know, that's just a, stand, a new standard for us, right? Mm-hmm. 
the new standard, and it's a standard that's been set after, as you mentioned earlier, nearly a decade with this program. How crazy is it that you've been able to see this team go as far as it has come in such a short amount of time with you at the helm? It's unbelievable. Uh, you know, I, I got pretty emotional about it yesterday. You know, like I said, like you said, I've been I've been involved in this program for almost a decade, and you know, there's been some long, long years uh, as a part of that, um, and obviously the COVID years, and you know, and, and so many you know great uh, grad classes and, and alumni now that uh, you know are, are we're all just really proud of, of what these guys, this group did this year, and, and uh, you know, like I said, it, it is a hard to believe moment, uh, you know, and like I said, I don't think. It, Maybe not only anyone expected it, you know, maybe other than us. And, you know, it's like I said, it's uh, it's uh, absolutely unbelievable. And um, we can't be more proud. How cool is it as well? This is the first one in, in program history as well. So you get your name beside that as piece of as a piece of the legacy of Dinos baseball. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I love it. Honestly, it's this program is obviously a huge, huge has been and is a huge part of my life. Um, and I have so much, you know, faith in what this program can provide, you know, our, our student athletes. And, um, you know, obviously at the end of the day is, uh, uh, you know, the, the teammates and the camaraderie and obviously your acad- academics and your, you know, being a student athlete life. Um, but, you know, ultimately everyone still wants to win a ring. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we can, we can finally say that. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll hang that banner up somewhere that everyone can see it. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Final question for you here, Cam. What does it mean to you to be a dino and to have won it all with this squad? It, it means everything. It really does. Um, you know, it's, it's, there's, like I said, some long, dark years for, for a while there. But, uh, there's, you know, there's always sunnier days. And, and, you know, yesterday and today are, are definitely two of them. And, you know, it's, it's only on the upward swing. You know, I think our, our program's going in a great direction. And, you know, and we're, not, we're not done yet. Fantastic stuff. Well, Cam, congratulations. 2023 CCBC champion. Thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Joe. It's always a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Next up is fifth-year Zach DeLackey. The Winnipeg product hit a triple in the eighth that drove in what became the game-winning run. He hit 286 with five RBI in the Dinos' four games after hitting 269 during the season with five doubles, three triples, and 13 RBI in 22 games. Zach, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Awesome. It's great to be here. Zach DeLackey, 2023 CCBC champion. How does that sound? Sounds pretty damn good. (laughs) (laughs) Talk us through what goes through your mind, especially as you're able to kind of soak things in after a few uh, a few hours after what's been probably a pretty crazy last four or five days here. Oh yeah, it was, it's been a crazy couple of days in the playoff. Weekend. We went four and zero, didn't even lose a game, but it felt it felt quite different. Even some of the games we had, it was we were up by five runs and it felt like it was a one run ball game just because of everything that you go through all the nights and, uh, all the, you know, the team process and everything. It's just really telling you, but it's so worth it in the end. And I'm so glad I got to do it with this group of guys. It's been an incredible, incredible weekend. My last one, crazy to do it on my last weekend here. And, I'm just so thankful for the opportunity. Pressure's a privilege, and we took advantage of it. Talk a little bit about the expectations of this team going into the weekend, because I talked to Marcus and I talked to to Coach Williams and others who said, you know, like as much as you want to talk a big game and 
Uh, you obviously go in with the expectation that you're going to win it. You also had a bit of an up and down kind of season. So how did you personally go about trying to prepare for what was going to be ultimately your final season and final wrap up championship weekend with the, with the dinos? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I came to the weekend keeping an open mind because my first year with Marcus actually were the last ones on the 2019 baseball squad. We won total of eight games mm-hmm. <laughs> in our season and one in the playoffs. And, and I just knew like, especially with the league that we had right now that any team can beat any team. And so just, I kind of went into it with, you know, we, we could beat any single team that we, we set against. And uh, we definitely did that. And we took advantage of every opportunity that we could and seized the moments and everything. I really was just trying to enjoy every single little bit of it too, because I knew it was my last one and, and it really meant the world that we could get it done. And, and yeah, it was really amazing. Talk a little bit about the moment where you realize that something special is going to happen. Was it the first win? Was it PBA? Like what was it? Or was there, I'll call it the TSN turning point for you. I think uh, it was the win against PBA. Uh, it really fired me up and it fired the team up to say like, holy crap, we can really, really do this. And we got a shot at it. And, and after that point, it was, it was cruising from there and we really learned how to play as a team together. And, and as soon as I realized that after the win against PBA, I was like, wow, this is, this could happen. This is a reality. And sure enough, it happened. So, yeah. How challenging was this tourney? You mentioned the emotional swings, but it didn't seem, it seemed like a pretty regular occurrence where you're putting up five spots, or you're having six spots against you. Like every inning seemed to be just a different story all on its own. So, how is it uh, trying to manage it from a player perspective? Oh, well, yeah, honestly, it's a little easier than you think just because of the team that you're in. And, and every, all the boys help, help with that to be able to add the pressure and, and everyone contributed towards our goal of winning. And that's how that, those five spots happen. It's just because guys come up in clutch moments and, and you just each contribute a little bit to the pie. And, and that's kind of how we got it done. And I don't know it, it puts pressure on you as a player to be in those positions, but you just know you have the next guy at your back ready to swing the bat and ready to pick you up. If, if you know, you, if you end up not being able to get it done. So. Talk us through that last game, specifically after you guys go up 7-1. Was it hard to keep your eyes on the prize, or did you find yourself scoreboard watching a little bit, just going, all we need to do is get through the next four or five innings, and we got this thing in the bag? Did you feel complacent at all, or did the team really kind of fortify around itself, even even in the face of adversity a little bit during the course of those last few innings? Yeah, well, I have watched all the because we watched all the games as a team, and you just knew that no team was ever out of the fight because, like, there there's been way bigger upsets than a six run ball game, and and I knew it was seven one. I'm like, wow, we're in a great spot right now, but we can't let up because, you know, you can really come back from any lead, and it was only the fourth inning, I believe, at that time, and and I just knew we got to keep pushing, we just got to keep playing our game, and. And sure enough, they did score a couple of runs and, and kind of make the charge for it coming back there. And they're a great, great ball couple there. And um, yeah, I don't know. You just never, <laughs> you're never out of the fight. And um, you really just got to keep pushing. That's what I was thinking in that 7 1 lead there. Yeah. So you go into the top of the eighth and you see Alex take the mound. What goes through your mind, especially the way that he pitched all tournament? Oh, I was thinking he's, he's made for this. This is our guy. This is the only guy we would want in this spot right now. And, 
and we didn't have anyone in the bullpen. We didn't have anyone, you know, warming up. It was him, and that that was our guy who was going to get it done for us. And I think everyone on that team knew that that we were going to get it done, even though we did end up – they did end up scoring a run in the ninth inning, and thankfully I had that hit in the previous inning to get us get us going a bit. But, as soon, you know, as soon as he took them out, we all knew that he was our guy and he was going to get it done for us, so. I was going to ask about that very play. You get the triple to put you guys up by two. How much of a sigh of relief, I guess you could say, to get just that little bit of breathing room, especially heading into the ninth? Oh, wow, yeah. As soon as, as, soon as that happened, I was like, wow. And, and I didn't really realize how important it was until we got into that ninth inning because with two runs compared to one run, run it's a massive, massive difference. And, and we really learned that in the last thing there. But, yeah, it's... It, made that moment so much more sweet at the end there just to be be able to contribute that big to the team and to put us into that winning spot there. So take us back to last pitch that Alex throws, the last strike, the final out. What goes through your mind? Uh, well, we had it was pretty crazy because we had in that inning uh, before it was kind of a teaser moment because we got up two strikes and two outs on this one hitter and and it was kind of the same moment, and then he got a hit, and I was like, oh, wow, okay, okay. <laughs> Dial it back in here. But, yeah, that last pitch that he threw, oh, my gosh, it was it was amazing. I just turned around, looked at my team, and, and we all just went nuts and celebrated as hard as we could. And, oh, it's just a great feeling that you can't ever take back and you can't ever take for granted because – I'll never, I'll never forget that feeling. It's such a great feeling. Yeah. Well, especially from your perspective, having seen the trials and tribulations, you mentioned that 2019 team with Marcus, and the, this team has come through a lot of adversity, and you were part of it to get to that point. What's it meant to you to finally see all that work and all that that pain and heartache turn around to what has become the last 24 hours or so, where you're celebrating a championship? Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it really puts everything together, especially because of the five years that I've been on the, on the team for and, and all the, oh my gosh, all the work that we put into it. And, and I'm just so happy that we were able to like come together and play as a team. And that means so much more to me that we did it all together. And with that group of guys, man, oh, it was, it's, it's really just such, such an awesome experience to be a part of that and be a part of that team because, it means so much to those senior guys. You really don't know until you've been through it all, and and it really just means the world to you at the end of the day. Yeah. How cool is it to think that you were able to end your collegiate career with a championship? <laughs> oh, it's crazy because that's the first one in, in Dino's history. I believe it was 2016 where they made it to the finals before, but then ended up losing to uh, PBA. And just to be able to bring that first one back and <laughs> to the program is quite a special moment for all the seniors to do it in our last year and i know there's great things to come with this team with this program Mm -hmm. final question for you what's next for you for me for me um i mean i'm i'm just gonna be staying in calgary found a great home here found a been building an amazing network full of great people and all this baseball squad but also just outside of baseball i've been building friends and building a community i've been working with uh, Taylor Altilio in the Alpha Project. So I'm working with the Stampeders and a Dinos football team as a strength and conditioning coach, using my degree a bit. Very cool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so really just the best that I can and just living it up <laughs> one day at a time. 
Absolutely. Well, congratulations again, Zach, on the CCBC Championship, on all the success you've had at this point. Continued success wherever it may take you. And thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Now we head over to Marcus Coderre, who joined us on episode 224 to talk about his baseball journey. The fifth-year infielder from Calgary scored two runs in the championship game, hitting 263 for the tournament with a pair of RBI. Marcus, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on again. Now, let's start off here. Marcus Coderre, 2023 CCBC champion. How does that sound? Uh, it sounds pretty great to me. It still sounds surreal just to hear it. I still don't still doesn't feel real right now, but I'm sure that'll kick in in this, any minute here. When we last talked, I know it was the goal and everybody's got that goal and aspiration, but can you pinpoint the point during this tournament where you thought maybe this is real? Uh, I think for us, the first point where everybody really started to believe was uh, in our first game, we were playing TRU and we were down 4-1 in either the fifth or sixth inning and we exploded offensively for nine runs that inning. And I think that was the point where we realized that we had kind of finally found our identity as a team and we really were taking a next man up approach and everybody was playing for the next guy. What is that identity? You're looking back on it. What was that identity that you found? I think it was just becoming more of a scrappy team and just not trying to do too much at the plate and kind of just find, trying to find a way on base to get the next guy up and keep the line moving. You guys didn't just beat PBA, but you beat them pretty handily. I know that you'd had the back and forth during the course of the season. Did that sort of cement your spot as as far as, okay, we got a shot at this? Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially playing PBA, they're such a good team, one of the top teams. And it was a really close game all throughout until finally we kind of broke it open in the eighth inning. And I think after that win, that definitely gave us a huge boost of confidence and led us to really believing in ourselves. And then you end up with a couple of games against Victoria. Walk us through the last game, though, from an outsider's perspective anyways. It sure looked like you had plenty of emotional swings through that one. What was it like being in the dugout? Yeah, I think uh, we did a great job this weekend of staying up and staying positive throughout the whole tournament. And that kind of helped us deal with the roller coaster that can happen in these games. Obviously, we took a 7-1 lead early. And I think the good thing is that none of us really got complacent with that. They did make a great push at coming back. And finally, we wrapped it up 8-7. But all throughout that push that they had, we kind of just kept our heads level and kept working hard. How tough is it when you get out to a lead like that to not, not necessarily take the brakes off, but start thinking ahead a little bit, to start thinking, okay, we're going to be popping some bubbly here in the not-too-distant future. How do you stay focused in on that goal yeah it's really hard i think uh definitely everybody has starts to have some thoughts throughout the game especially when you go out to a lead like that but i think the thing that helped us was we just kept talking to each other and talking about the next play or the next pitch or what we were seeing at the plate that kind of stuff and not really talking anything past the next pitch or the next out mm. what was it like watching alex lanigan do what he does especially during those last two innings Oh, man, he was incredible all weekend for us. He was definitely our MVP of the tournament this weekend. Uh, in the three last games, the two against Victoria and the one against PBA, he threw multiple innings out of the bullpen for us, and he did a great job. We, we wouldn't be in this spot without him. Take us back to the final out. What is going, A, through your minds, especially in the on the field and in the dugout, 
And then when that final out happens, walk us through what goes through your mind and what you're seeing. Um, so being out, I was out at second base there and, uh, we had, they had runners on first and second with two outs there. So it was definitely, we were just all in constant communication, like trying to position ourselves properly, but I could, I think we all could feel it coming with the last strike there. And finally, when, when that last strike was called, uh, I, I was just on cloud nine. That was the most relief I've ever felt and the happiest I've ever felt at once. Looking back on it, especially I've seen you share a couple of videos on social. What's it like watching it from the outside, knowing that you were on the inside? Is it a little bit surreal still? Yeah, it still it still doesn't feel like it like that really just happened. But it's super cool seeing the videos, and that's definitely something that I'll cherish for the rest of my life. I'll always remember how I felt at that time. On a personal note, from your standpoint, when we last talked, you were kind of, it wasn't that you were happy with your performance or sad with your performance, but you were kind of wishy-washy about it. You really contributed on this one. Every time I looked, you were you were on the bases in some way, shape, or form. Walk us through your mindset personally, um, getting that chance to, uh, to go for a title. Uh, I think for me, it was just kind of keeping the same approach that we did a great job of having all throughout our lineup and just trying to not do too much and just trying to get on for the next person. I know that we have a lot of talented hitters in our lineup and especially this weekend when we were clicking so well offensively, I think that just trying to do a job and get, find a way on base that for me was just all I was thinking about. Mm -hmm. What was different about this team than maybe some of the past teams that you've been on with the Dinos? I think, I think for us, the biggest thing this tournament and compared to past tournaments or past seasons was we kept Everybody kept a positive energy throughout all the games in the tournament. In the past, we maybe if you struck out with a runner on third, less than two outs, you would kind of get down, and that would kind of bring the team down a bit. But in this one, we all had trust in each other, and we all knew that the next guy was going to pick us up. How crazy has your phone been lately? Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty crazy. There's been a lot of texts coming in, and yeah, I'm super, super happy about it. It's just a great way to go out and end my college baseball career. Absolutely. So what's next for you? Uh, so for me, I'll just be mainly coaching with the Wildcats 15U AAA team. So that will really be getting going with our league games next weekend. So I'll be back back on the field there just coaching. Very cool. Final question for you, and you alluded to it just a couple of seconds ago. What does it mean to you when you get to think about the chance and the opportunity to end your college career on top? Uh, it mean, means a lot. It means so much for all the work that we put in in the last five years to just finally have it kind of justified like in our in my first freshman year we won eight games that year and i never really thought that five years from then uh we'd be ccbc champions and so it's just a surreal feeling and it it feels great well fantastic job marcus congratulations on the championship job well done thanks for sharing your story again and thanks for joining us here on the podcast thank you so much again for having me and last but not least, Kale Uzdevsky factored in with three walks and two runs scored in the championship finale. He led the Dinos with a 429 batting average over the four games, picking up two doubles and four RBI. Kale, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Kale Uzdevsky, 2023 CCBC champion. How does that sound? Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. I can't believe it. It honestly really hasn't set in yet. Um, I don't know. It's just surreal. Like we did it. It feels good. One of the things yeah. the common one of the common feelings around the room has been you had a bit of an up and down regular season and it's not that you were trying to mute expectations at all, but there was certainly that feeling of like, let's just see what happens come playoff time. 
when did it turn for you? When did you feel like, hey, maybe there's something more to this? Like, hey, we got a shot at this. Well, especially coming off of last year when we were two games and we were done the first day that we got there. That was a tough one. So honestly, my mindset was kind of going in, let's just get the first game. Again, so we played TRU the first game. Let's just get one. And then and then once we came off that one, everyone was feeling good. And then we had PBA coming up next. And we had some success and some tough games against them in the, in the regular season. And after that game, it really felt like, we really might have a shot here. What was different about the mindset in the in the dugout uh, during the course of this tournament that might have been a little bit different than the regular season, or was there a difference that you noticed? Well, there was definitely that sustained energy and excitement in the dugout. We were loud. Our bullpen was loud. Everyone having fun. Everyone's uh, like locked in every pitch of the game. And we really bought into the team brand of baseball that we needed to play to have success. Everyone picking guys up, um, good at bats, willing to move guys over, sacrifice bunt. Like really playing a team brand of baseball, I really thought was a difference. One of the things that I noticed as you go through the score sheets and you look at uh, whether it was you guys or any other game is it seemed like there was a lot of uh, peaks and valleys, we'll call it that. There were a lot of five spots, six spots put up, four spots. It really changed the dynamic of an inning, and then the next inning it was a completely different thing. How did you as a team manage to keep an even keel through all of those rivers and mountains that seemed to be going at you at a, at a record pace? Yeah, yeah, that for sure was a, a common theme in the playoffs. It, you kind of just got to gotta treat every inning as its own thing. You got to go pitch by pitch. You can't look at the whole – if you just look back at the whole game, it's too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And then you get caught up in, oh, my God, we gave up three runs last inning or whatever, or we're down two now. We were just up. You just kind of got – you got to stay level, got to stay even keeled and just go pitch by pitch and let it play out how it does. And that worked out for us. Was it tough to stay even keel in that last game? You're at the bottom of the fourth. You're up 7-1. Like, how are you not looking up at the scoreboard kind of counting down going just get us through to the ninth please yeah yeah it's tough and you kind of you want to get complacent and think well we got a six run lead this should be enough but you never can get in that mindset because then you maybe we even did a little bit right because we we slipped up a little bit but um then we just had to regroup and i think we tacked on that extra run in the eighth and then that ended up being the winning run i think that was zach that hit that triple there so Mm. that ended up being massive for us is it one of those unspoken things that happens as the innings go on? You've got the lead, almost like a no-hitter to a certain extent in the, in the dugout, or are you guys all talking it up like, let's get this, let's go for it, we've got this. And like, what Talk us through what's being said in the dugout as those innings are going on. As I always like to say that job's not done. Like we don't, There's nothing to be happy about yet. We still got, still got lots of time to go. We still got... Um, pitches to play we got make plays to make on defense at bats like we just got to stay locked in treat every inning like it's a zero zero ball game try to win every inning mm-hmm. and if we can sustain that kind of mindset then no one's really looking at the end until we get there mm-hmm. so i felt that really helped us what's it like going out onto the field in the top of the eighth and seeing alex lanigan come out of the bullpen <laughs> it's a good feeling i'll tell you that <laughs> Especially this tournament, it was a good feeling seeing him come in the game. He was uh, he was an absolute stud for us this weekend, and I don't I don't think we would have got it done if it wasn't for him. 
So he, he kind of had a uh, that last inning a couple of opportunities to put him away, and they kept clawing at you. And you almost had the, the couple of false starts almost. Walk us through yeah. when you finally got that moment, that last strike, the game finally over. What goes through your mind? It was just absolute relief. Like all the stress, all the work we put in, everything, like it just all was paid off right there. Um, it was just a surreal feeling, honestly. It's- just absolute relief, though, is what it really was. And it's been such an interesting one for this team. And I talked to both Marcus and Zach, who are fifth-year guys. You're a fourth-year guy. This team has gone through a ringer. And, I mean, even even Coach Williams was a, a player when they were struggling to get eight wins. And talk about being able to help be a part of turning this program around and turn it into uh, potentially a powerhouse here because you've got some pretty good young talent up and coming still. Yeah, for sure. It's It's been a really cool thing to be a part of, and I'm glad I got one more year um, to keep seeing what we can do with this program. It really changed when Cam took over. He really changed the mindset. He improved the recruiting, um, and it all kind of built from there. And we had some young guys, and we had some older guys that have seen the two different sides of the program, I guess. And they're all just uh, – we're all just pumped to see this new brand of Dinos baseball and – different competitive spirit and just different level of competition, honestly. Mm -hmm. A couple more for you. When it comes to the last 24 hours or so, what's your cell phone been like? Oh, it's actually been blowing up. (laughs) I I haven't had that really. Honestly, I got family reaching out, friends reaching out, other guys I played against reaching out. It's been really cool. A lot of support from everyone. It feels, uh, feels like everyone is happy to see us get it done. On a related note, what's it like watching the the dog pile after and the celebration after the fact? Because it's one thing to be a part of it in the moment and almost ha- I'll call it that blackout moment, but it's got to be another yeah. to watch it back in replays and go, holy crap, that actually happened. I know. It, it's, it doesn't even seem real watching it back. I still get chills every time I watch it back and see that last pitch. It's a pretty amazing feeling. So what's next for you? Um, well, just I guess headed out to Weyburn on Wednesday so focused on summer ball focused on helping Weyburn win some ball games and improving and lifting getting stronger over the summer and get ready to go for next fall fantastic stuff final question for you here Kale what does it mean to you when you think about the fact that you're a dino and you got to bring home a CCBC championship it just feels amazing to be part of that first dino's championship it just it just still doesn't seem real, but it's a great feeling, and I'm glad we got it done for the Dinos. Absolutely. Well, congratulations again, Kale, on a job well done. Congratulations on the championship. Thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me. Thanks to all of our guests for joining us this week, and congratulations again to the University of Calgary Dinos on capturing their first ever CCBC championship. Thanks to all of you for downloading and listening, and a tip of the cap to our Platinum supporters for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta. The Okotoks Dogs and AHP Academy have been stupendous in helping us tell the stories of baseball in our province. For more information on our teammates and to get involved with your organization, head to albertadugoutstories.com supporters. Until next time, thank you for all of your support online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.